0: water, earth, fire, air. Welcome to Bending the Elements.
1: A production by the Novice Elitist Podcast.
0: With your hosts, Caleb and Isaac.
1: podcast about all things avatar welcome ladies and gentlemen those in between and unaffiliated to bending the elements A and obviously is podcast uh doing
0: the the old avatar there and uh yeah it's uh sun's getting real low there caleb how you doing oh don't even don't even mention it yeah we're on the final disc and there's only two entries on that disc oh dear oh
1: two <laughs> Oh. Too. Interest-
0: oh. I think the
1: listeners are keen on knowing how we're going to be performing, and uh, we'll
0: be releasing that second entry there. Well, I, I guess I'll, I guess since you're pushing me into a corner for it, I guess I push myself into that corner. But I'll say, yeah, even though our Blu-rays only show, uh, you know, one other episode following this for the the Sozin's Comet four-parter, we're at least currently we're just we're talking about just doing four episodes individually rather than uh yeah do it all in one big giant clump
1: unless of course uh the listeners want that
0: hey bro no, I don't know.
1: If, you, if you ever wanted to indulge uh those on youtube there you could just like release the four hour cut
0: uh <laughs> and, i'm good and... i don't get the purpose of those things they demand the sozen cut <laughs> give us the sozen cut if you if you want a sozen cut just make a little playlist of the, the four episodes and yeah listen to them all in a row there you go there there's your your sozen's cut <laughs> Yeah, if you can get this episode to X amount of downloads, we'll do it. Uh sh- sure, yeah, I'll I'll say that. Yeah. Uh but but here we are, you know, not to jump ahead, not to look too far in the future. Uh what are we discussing today? Uh today, my friend,
1: we are doing the
0: Umber Island Players. Hmm, yeah, a ref a referenced episode that we brought up a number of times, but most famously, at least between us. <laughs> In our The Last Airbender commentary. I remember you brought that up during that uh, that movie. Yes, the ending. Well the okay, see, I borrowed the
1: joke from the Stelzer Critic about like the ending, which we'll we'll get to. Um but this one's this one I remember is uh an interesting one. I did not listen to the commentary for this up front, but I do remember some of what went down with this one. I don't know if you did any research on this. Nope. Okay, well, either my Information will be outdated and or I'll just forget all of it. But I'm pretty sure this one's uh, yeah, the, the behind the scenes information is a little bit fascinating.
0: Oh, uh, but very excited. Let's yeah, let's let's just get started, though. Uh, who who here wrote this episode, bud, and directed it? Oh, let me break out the, uh, the the big list of names we've got for directing. It's one singular person. Jean-Claude Volpe, of course, you know, seeming to be on almost every episode for this season, at least uh, every other episode. Yeah, him or Joaquim dos Santos. Yep. Yeah. But for writers, we've got a trio here. We've got Tim Hedrick, Josh Hamilton, and John O'Brien. I think they just listed it as Josh, but I think we've been saying Joshua Hamilton. Yeah, it's jo- yeah, it's it's Joshua Hamilton. It goes the other way. Yeah, but I think they just listed it just Josh this time. I was confused. They ran in a tech space. <laughs> yeah, that could be it. That could very well be it. <laughs> and animation services provided by JM Animation. Yeah, so, so our, our crew there, and yeah, I guess I'll jump into the summary so we can get into discussing this episode. As the arrival of Sozin's comet draws near, Team A find themselves with some downtime as they await the final stages of their adventure. And to fill out that time, Sokka arrives with news that a play is being held close by based on the past deeds of their journey so far. And despite Zuko's hesitation when he finds out that the story is being performed by the Ember Island players, a theater troupe he disdains, the group decide an outing might do them good and take in the show but it doesn't take long for them to realize Zuko's trepidations were well-founded. As from the first lines of dialogue, the boomerangs find themselves embarrassed and depressed by their mirrored depictions on the stage. All of them are featured in some stage of exaggerated caricature, amping up their unique traits to comical extents, something that's frequently missed by the individuals targeted. Katara is shown as a whiny crybaby, Sokka obsessed with food to the point that he cries if he can't fill his stomach, and Aang is a flying jokester who doesn't take anything seriously. But despite these over-exaggerated characteristics, the writer of the play did do his research, and most points of their story are covered within the margin of error. But despite the groanings of frustration at the inaccuracies of the portrayals, somehow Aang gets himself mixed up and starts to believe what he's seeing on the stage as a point-by-point retelling of events. When we revisit the scene between Zuko and Katara, when they were alone in a cave during the finale of Book 2, but instead of a portrayal of understanding form between the two enemies, the scene is shown to be a romantic interlude, where Katara says she's not the Avatar's girl, and only sees him as a brother. Aang is so repelled by the revelations on the stage that he walks out of the theater, and during the intermission, Aang expresses his confusion to Katara, and uses this as a chance to confront her on the stagnating nature of their feelings for each other. Katara thinks this isn't the best time, considering the battle they have ahead of them, and is baffled by Aang not understanding the difference between a play and reality, and dissatisfied with the continually slow pace of their development, Aang decides that kissing her might help clear the air between them. But instead, considering she just told him it wasn't a good time, she rightfully scolds him and makes a hasty exit. Aang returns to the play, dejected, and it continues playing out with the regular flow of events until we arrive past the point of their current adventure, and we get a glimpse into a possible future. And according to the whims of the writer, it's a dark one. Zuko is slain by his sister, and the Fire Lord is victorious in his bout against the Avatar, leaving the Fire Nation unheeded in its fiery path towards world domination. And beyond the collapse of the Fire Nation audience, the gang leave the theater depressed and worried for the future to come as we end the Ember Island Players. Thank you, sir, for that summary, but let's turn our attention to the episode itself
1: because I I like what you wrote there on the summary, but we'll describe all the events and all the little minor minute details that we'll be seeing within the episode itself. Find out this time Ladies and gentlemen, those in between unaffiliated, as you get your legally, illegally, physical or digital purchase copies of this, get to time stamp zero and press play right now.
0: Yeah, a feature that we'll be discontinuing in the Quora series. We're no longer going to do that little bit. Excuse me? No, I don't know. <laughs> we probably will. Old habits die hard. Yes, mess. Sir, what? Would you repeat that, please?
1: <laughs> no? Okay, well, fair enough. I don't know why we keep doing it. Well, and for, for Pitts sakes, like the intro itself is going to be a lot shorter, even though, well, oh, okay. I don't mean that intro, but it's just like the intro to the show, even though I'm watching, I know you skipped it, but I keep watching it for the obvious reason. Cause <sighs> I'm, I'm kind of sad. I'm, I'm I'm a little sad. I'm only going to, this is going to be my second to last time I'm going to be saying it, but yeah, I'm th- th- this, I'm a little bit sad by, I don't know why, but it just, I don't know. I just started as a gag with her son and <sighs> one more.
0: By the way, I did watch it. I did. Watch, I always watch it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we, we managed to just fill in conversation. Usually I edit it out.
1: I don't know why you do, but previously on... Hey, audience, you remember the um the beach where yeah, we were see, on? This is,
0: this is the stuff I cut when it's just, oh, oh, this is what they show in the previous sound. Remember this bit? It's like, okay, that really doesn't add anything.
1: <laughs> Footprints on the sand, you say. I'm thinking of a little musical number there that uh, talks about that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, Chapter Seventeen, the Umber Island Players, or did you say Umber Island?
1: Well, I, it's not the, uh, eh, well, eh, that doesn't, uh, yeah, I, I don't exactly, I, I have a way of speaking, and or uh, sometimes it's the incorrect way.
0: Yeah, I don't know which one. Yeah, I, I don't, I can't remember if they what they say, but. But we get a little bit of training here, you know, that's been, uh, ever since Zuko's joined the team, that's usually how we've been opening these episodes and yeah, this one continues that.
1: With, uh, Aang learning the, or practicing his fire which is awesome. Cause you know, you and I had been wanting to see that for a while now. So that's, that's good that he's still getting the training in there. I, I approve of that. Not that, uh, this show needs the novice to seal seal approval. Cause, uh, <laughs> that, that's not certain. You want to go see seals, go see, go to the aquarium. Or or just quit that barking there you dog get out of here you see dog back back back, back. Okay. Oh, no. I don't know how you ended up in the bar here but even still but speaking of like ending up in a bar they didn't end up in a bar here they've ended up in the fire or at least the royal uh, the royal vacation spot interesting
0: yeah Zuko's like oh you know trust me last place they're gonna look it's our cushy uh, vacation home let's go hang out there for a little while yeah truly this guy you know he's just a you know born with a silver spoon and he couldn't take the rough in it anymore he had been doing it for too long
1: i guess nobody like would want to you'd, you'd think that like you know any schmoop or moop would like want to just go to the fire like this that, that makes sense Like how come nobody's like ransacked this place what the hey
0: <laughs> yeah actually that that's a good point there should be like guards around maybe everyone's just too scared to go near it <laughs> They know the the prisons for the Fire Nation. We've seen what they're like over uh, here. It's haunted
1: or maybe there's another like creepy, you know, Hama like or Hamna like um prison down there that has a lot of like prisoners that haven't been fed food in like 13 years or something like that.
0: Yeah, and they tried to steal some of the silver spoons that Zuko's born with his, in his mouth.
1: <laughs> you can't you can't not take those silver spoons away, man. Like how else are they you know supposed to uh, have uh, use those silver spoons with their silverware as well. Come on, like, they're, they're... You gotta think of the 1% here sometimes. Come on.
0: Yeah, but speaking of the 1%, Isaka um, and, and Suki were in town, kind of, I guess, hiding out. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why they're in town.
1: Uh, just getting supplies, I assume. They probably need foods and and other supplies and nourishment to keep
0: continuing onward. You'd think they'd send Zuko. Well, I guess Zuko would be even more obvious. Uh-huh. <laughs> Either way, it definitely doesn't seem like the best town to be hanging out in because they're famous here, as we see, as they're even having a play put on in their honor, the boy in the iceberg.
1: And they have a lot of sources. the The, the writer himself went to a lot, a lot of lengths. He got a lot of like you know, a lot of information given to him by many different sources. That includes, of course, pirates, uh, singing nomads, and um, was it a, a very knowledgeable uh, sales merchant of cabbage?
0: Yeah, which is a cute little reference. Yeah, we haven't seen the Cabbage Merchant in a while. A good long while, I don't think. So it's cute to bring him up here, coming close to the end. I I do
1: like the fact that they uh, have reverted, or at least gone back to their Fire Nation attire.
0: Yeah, little uh, yeah hideout routine.
1: Except Aang doesn't have hair anymore, so this will be interesting how they hide the the tattoo.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I do want to say, just for the reference of the, the Cabbage Merchant... Yeah, I strap in, everybody. This is Nostalgia, the episode. Is it now? For those first two seasons of Avatar.
1: Interesting, and potentially three. Yeah,
0: have anyone heard of the old uh, clip show, this has taken that kind of idea, but wrapping up in much more clever and creative ways. I will uh, address this uh, in time.
1: Um, but unfortunately, Zuko's not one to uh, be excited for this sort of play, because... When his mother, or at least maybe not his mother, but like when his family went to uh, see this, this production company, put on uh, other plays throughout the years, uh, this one, such as called uh, Love Amongst the Dragons. Uh, huh. Apparently, they were butchers to them, they were complete nutter like. They were, they, they, they use like, you know, unsanitized knives and, and cleavers and it got like the, the meat all sickly and whatnot and gangly. Oh no. it, was, it was bad. Oh no. it, it wasn't too good. That's getting ugly. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like the dragon meat was very much tainted. So it was like, if wasn't, it wasn't too good. So uh, we will. Uh, yeah. So he's, he's going in with like, you know, a little bit, No, I'm not gonna say close minded, but definitely really with a lot of apprehensions as to what he's about to witness on screen.
0: Yeah, are on stage, so they head off there, and I—I I guess the the place cheap, they can afford it, so they head over there, and we do get an answer to your question about Aang's uh, the way of hiding his his very distinctive head, and it's a nice big old hat, and I think I feel like we've seen this hat before. Ah,
1: uh, yeah, somewhere it's not coming to me. Am I? Wait a minute, is it one of? Is it one of the fire sages' helmet hats?
0: I don't know. I yeah, I couldn't place it, but it did look familiar to me.
1: You know, I wish which hat it was. I wish it was the hat from the thing.
0: The thing? Oh, oh like Macready's hat. Yeah,
1: Macready's hat. Could you imagine <laughs> that like awesome hat just on I was like, "Look at that hat. That is a hat. Like that is the hat." <laughs>
0: yeah and if only this was done by Moy animation they might have just taken like an image of that hat and inserted it on his head <laughs> it's just, it's, it's just <laughs> belly, it's,
1: did you ever see the um uh, you probably don't remember this did you ever see um it's a trap the um family guy spoof of return of the jedi
0: no after blue harvest i never watched another one of those again. no that's
1: that's fair. hey blue harvest is actually kind of funny um like in in that one they had like a a really like non-sequitur like just wasting time of like conway twitty another like conway twitty performance but they somehow um what is it they they dubbed not dubbed him but they like somehow inserted darth vader helmet over him
0: oh wow oh wow (laughs) by the way just from what i I just i want to apologize that was a (laughs) That no, was just a mean-spirited joke. I don't think that your animation's ever been that bad.
1: Oh, low blow! Oh, low blow! Look, he's going down. Oh, it's a low blow. Where's the ref? Why is where ref? What did you? Why are you looking at this?
0: I slipped him twenty bucks.
1: <laughs> that ever happen? In, does that ever happen? Sometimes in matches where they just like I slipped him a twenty.
0: I don't know. I feel like there's a, occasionally, especially if they have uh like a guest referee who's a wrestler. They'll start pulling some dark moves and I'll be like, oh no, what's going on? Why is the ref missing it? And at the end, they'll like smile at each other. Like, ah, we're working together.
1: Yeah. What the hell is this guy doing? All, All the like illegal stuff. Anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: So they get inside and they call it nosebleeds. But I'm like, nosebleeds. Like, what kind of, what kind of nosebleeds are these? Like, nosebleeds are like front row seats, aren't they? Or no, I guess. Oh no, if I'm wrong.
0: Yeah, the nosebleeds are, are way high up, way far back. Oh wait a
1: minute, yeah, what am I talking about? Yeah, I'm stupid.
0: Yeah, I think the joke is you get nosebleeds from the uh, the altitude. <laughs> I think that's where the joke comes from.
1: You know, what I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of the splash zone.
0: Oh, okay. Mm. That's,
1: that's that's why I'm thinking of that. Um, but anyway, so they get yeah, they get, no, they get seats up in the balcony there, and we. Oh, First, first major problem. First, first big problem that's going to happen. You know what it is? Is that Aang wants to sit next to Katara, but Zuko sits in between them, and he's like, "Yeah, hey, Zuko, man, can you like, you know, I was going to sit here." He's like, "What does it matter?" It's like, ah, <laughs> but you see, like,
0: uh, yeah. yeah, it's like, read the room, Zuko, read the room. Like- I know you haven't been around for too long, but any come more on here.
1: like stretching of my collar, I'm gonna rip my shirt off. So it's like, come on, man. He's like, just sit next to me. It's like, oh, oh okay.
0: Yeah, and kind of sits down and pouts. And yeah, we'll be seeing a lot of pouty face saying throughout this episode.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, uh, within the orchestra today we have a um maybe a random person, but we have a, a world's tiniest violin player with us. It's like, ooh, <laughs> this should be good.
0: Yeah, turns out it's Momo. He's been practicing. Now Zuko's been around.
1: You know, we don't actually see where the two of them are, so maybe they're part of the orchestra. <laughs>
0: Could be. But we do get our first look at the uh the boy in the iceberg, the production here. And it's yeah, it goes right back to episode 1. This is uh this is exciting stuff here with very young and Katara and Sokka.
1: Yeah, so young. It was like 2 seasons ago. Literally, it was like in in the wintertime. time.
0: Yeah, and these two definitely look age appropriate to be playing these roles. Yeah.
1: Perhaps. <laughs> I I don't know anyway so we 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 start off though we 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 start off with just you know I'm going down a stream, why not, and espousing rhetoric of guitar being uh, all hope is lost and whatnot, and Sokka's starving, yeah, I don't remember that in the uh in the in the first episode in the pilot. Hey, it's been some time. It's been two years. So it's like eh, I don't know about that. And heck, even like at o three thirty, uh, they're both their faces say it all. I'm just like, eh, what's going on here? I don't even remember Saka saying, yeah. "I'm well." Maybe he's, I don't know. If he said he's hungry, but he was like, you know, it, it, he was the one that said, "Like I don't believe in magic." It's like, eh? okay.
0: Well, it turns out the "I'm starving" line. I mean, that's like his. Uh, i buy that for a dollar because every time he says it, the odd the Fire Nation audience is programmed to uh, burst out laughing. So maybe it's a cultural difference that we don't understand.
1: Yeah, you know, it might be that one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's uh, that they kind of take that humor. Whereas like this, the humor Sokka dishes out is uh, for like his water tribe uh, humor.
0: Yeah. And he's even commenting like this pathetic stuff. Like this is some really basic jokes. My stuff's way funnier. This guy wants beans more like has beans. Yeah, and Toph seems to be enjoying it. She's sitting there. She's having a couple laughs. laughs. She, she's really liking this. I mean, a
1: question of whether or not like they told her any of this stuff, by the way, like prior, just like, hey, so what did you do for like waterbending uh, or the, the first time you were waterbending? Aang. Oh, the stories I could tell. There's <laughs> a whole season of that.
0: Yeah, maybe that's partially why she's enjoying some of this stuff and just making fun of all of her, the people around her, which she always loves to do.
1: Being a, quite the heckler in this case.
0: Yeah, especially once we see the performer version of Katara doing what she does throughout a lot of the play, which is kind of expouse about yeah, like you mentioned, the hopelessness of the world and just bawling, breaking down and crying. And Katara's choked. She's like, "Hey, that's not what I'm like. This, this is getting ridiculous stuff."
1: Someone get that girl a tissue, cause like there
0: is a waterfall coming from her eyes. <laughs> yeah tear bending tear bending i believe they said
1: oh that's right yeah (laughs) (laughs) some stupid joke about like uh sokka talking about tears tear bending food into his mouth or whatever
0: but i do i i will say that sokka at the end of this episode does comment that yeah that the special effects were good i would love to go to a stage play without this creative special effects like this is some really fun stuff. We'll
1: we'll get into it. We'll we'll definitely get into it. I don't want to like you know talk about like, like give away it too much, but like I think you are definitely onto something.
0: Well, even just the waves here, and then when they come across the big iceberg and the floating, or the the kind of stick figure ang, I think that stuff's really cute.
1: It is, and well thought. By the way, this yeah, this is a play within a within a TV show, like an animated TV show. I think that is actually pretty cool.
0: Yeah, and they're really creative about the way that they design the uh, uh, the props and how it would work on a stage. I think they thought put a lot of thought into that.
1: I seriously think. I mean, I I, I really want to see that Spirited Away play. Um, and oh. didn't they? They also have a mono yeah, they had a Mononoke play. I definitely want to see like what how how they do both of
0: those. It's funny you mentioned that. I was I was when I brought this up, and then you kind of cut me off at the past. I feel Sorry, like off. I was about to bring up the Spirited Away play.
1: Yeah, which you which you saw, which was like that's awesome.
0: Yeah, just the, the just the broadcast version in, in a theater, not the live version.
1: Well, okay, that's fair.
0: But even still, yeah, it was I would highly recommend seeing the version I saw. It was really cool.
1: Closer to the real thing personally, but anyway.
0: I do want to comment just before Aang jumps out of the little the little uh, ice ball. I do love the fact that they gave this guitar a like a super low cut dress and a giant slit in the dress right for her leg. Oh boy. Like it's it, of course they did that. <laughs>
1: Hang on, this is a fa- this is a, this is a, like, you know, a somewhat PG uh, channel right now <laughs> at the moment.
0: Well, I just I'm just commenting cuz you know that that's what they did for the the joke. Uh, the stage version would be much more uh, sultry.
1: <laughs> I guess that's fair. Um <laughs> interesting to do that with her, but uh I guess that's what they used to. Oh, well, yeah, no, yeah, I yeah, It's a
0: touch of vaudeville coming through.
1: You know, that's fair.
0: Body over the top, slightly, uh, yeah, kind of brash, going for lowest denominator, but having some, like almost like winking charm about it, and then yeah, throwing a little bit of uh, stuff for the adults in the room too. <laughs> yeah, there in terms you of go. The costumes.
1: Yeah, what what I get now as an adult when I probably didn't as a kid. Yeah. Unless, of course, you were that smart, uh, smart Alec as a kid. Excuse me.
0: Yeah, the smug kid. Yeah,
1: who just knew everything and was like, "I'm going to grow up like to be even more super smug." It's like, "Oh, lovely! Can't wait to see what you're going to be at like at 93."
0: <laughs> yeah, that was me as a kid. I hope I'm less smug now.
1: <laughs> I think so. I, I think he turned out fine.
0: Oh, uh, but who does this uh, this version of Aang turn out fine as, as they leap out and? Aang is immediately outraged because, of course, this is the classic version of the stage. And who are they going to get to play as an adult, get to play this this uh, 12-year-old boy? About a grown woman.
1: <laughs> Gender swapped. Hey, no, like, again, Peter Pan, always a woman.
0: Yeah, and Aang's outraged. Like, he, he can't believe it at first.
1: I watched a panto that had Robin Hood as a, as a lady. Or as a lady, excuse me. Okay, that, that could yep. be
0: cool. That could be cool. I do like watching Aang's face like he's listening at first. He seems like, wait a minute, this doesn't, doesn't seem quite right. And then suddenly the turn. I think that's fun. <laughs> See,
1: now it would have been even more funny. I don't know who plays Aang in other languages, but it would have actually been hilarious uh, if whoever acted as Aang throughout the series was a woman. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that would have had a, like a double funny meaning to it if it was. But obviously, Zach is clearly a guy. I think he is still a guy so it's like that, that the the joke would like the joke, joke is still there but i think it'd be funnier if it was in like another language and he was voiced by a woman
0: yeah no that would be funny and i do quite like their version of appa as well makes sense the way they did that
1: yeah something you would see out of uh if you if it was chinese new year
0: yeah yeah and then we get the tear bend line you know the, the bawling the crying and, <laughs> and i like uh, the Sokka's version That his stomach's so empty that it's making him tear-bent, too. And
1: there we go. I can hear it right now. world's tiniest violin.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And Aang is just... He's just done. He's like, oh, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's like, it's not even five minutes in this, and I'm going to have to, like, sit through this the entire time.
0: And oh, boy, there is a lot of laughs in this one, and most of it comes down to just their reactions. Just cutting to them up there, the the Statlers and and Waldorf's, except they're they're a bit more bitter. They're not just having joy of just making fun of the thing.
1: This is like if I, I actually want to see this. That'd uh, be like if uh, so, like some of the cast of the Muppets did a uh, a parody of Statler and Waldorf, and then they were watching. They're like, what <laughs> <way> is this?
0: <laughs> I don't sound anything like that
1: yeah i don't what what do you mean like how, this isn't the, the dynamic that we go for what kind of nonsense is this <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man I, I they maybe that'd be too meta but that could be fun <laughs>
1: and i think honestly if they did it in the 70s it would probably like pass and if they played <laughs> it straight in the 70s it'd be fine like it would
0: it would be hilarious yeah it sounds like a kids in the hall sketch they love their kind of meta stuff like that you
1: know that also could work they did have a good grasp of that kind of comment anyways so uh, yeah. we move we move from after you know um, after Toff Heckle's angle a little more he's like oh, I'm not a practical jokester. It's like uh, yeah you are, maybe not. Obviously this will be exaggerated and down to like just one character trait, but because this is you know a I don't know like a tour ish hour play. They said this was three acts, so yeah maybe like three hour play. I don't know who knows two and a half hours. Uh, so it's like they kind of distilled everybody's like complex characters into, like, one basic trait.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and we cut over to the next part of the... the next, uh, group of characters we're gonna see, and, yeah, they basically do the same with them, too, with Iroh and, uh, Zuko. One just, uh, enjoys the finer things, you know, stuff in his face, and betraying the Fire Nation. And the other one's just, uh, just an angry dude.
1: <laughs> I gotta find my honor, man! Okay, uh, so fun... fun side bit, um uh actor zuko is played by derek bosco as in dante bosco's brother
0: oh that's fun yeah and of course we all know the uh the iroh actor famous oh, yeah. voice actor i'm pretty sure he's been in avatar before
1: uh yeah you no know something i don't think bender bending rodriguez has been in uh this series before
0: oh, okay i thought i remember him being in it but maybe not
1: what do you remember him from potentially if i
0: may ask uh, just being like a random side person, not playing like a main character, but just one of those, uh, what do they call it? like Ensemble voices or something like that. Maybe.
1: Maybe. I don't remember. I don't recognize him, but this is one of the maybe one of the rarest like occasion, especially since, you know, John was doing like so much work for both Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon around this time. But it's yeah. like this might be one of the rare occasions where he's not on this show or where he's not on a show. Excuse me.
0: Yeah, as a regular. <laughs> not even just yeah. as a
1: regular, but just like as an in-between or something like that. It's like, whoa.
0: Yeah, even just regular is doing like backgrounds and not playing a main character, but just coming in to do that, whatever that ensemble voices are or miscellaneous <laughs> voices.
1: It is it is funny, though, that it's Robin playing uh, Sokka. The actor playing who plays Robin in um, Teen Titans, and then it's oh, great. Yeah. And then it's Azula's actor, uh, Greg Griffin, doing Katara, like ad, uh, actor Katara. So I think,
0: oh, that's de- funny.
1: Definitely hamming up. Anyways, uh, Zuko yeah. is not pleased with you know, get how they reduced his character down to just like it's all about honor, and I'm angry. Ugh.
0: Yeah, and even he even gets mad because Katara's like, oh, I don't know that that seems pretty spot on to me, and he's like, how could you say that? Uh-oh. And then immediately his words echo on the stage.
1: Uh-oh, Zuko Madge, this isn't good.
0: Uh, but I'll say, you know, even though there, it's a, a played-up vaudeville version of uh, Old Uncle Iroh, uh, it made me really aware, like, hey, where's he been almost the whole season so far? He's been just completely gone. It
1: would seem that somebody is absent.
0: Yeah, it, it made me sad. You know, not not just about the death itself, but the lack of that character that we highlighted as liking so much in those prior two seasons
1: totally um yeah we will uh, we will see where uh, things go with that um mm. yeah yeah because unfortunately i don't know if we're gonna get any like reveals here hey maybe the playwright had some insider information on what happened in that prison we have no idea
0: hey we'll find out I even mean, maybe he seems to have some clues to the future he's been looking into his uh crystal balls wait the future um Wait a minute. The future. If he's been
1: to. If if, Sorry. if he ever went, if, if you ever went to, if you ever like went inside that Fire Nation prison, I wonder if he's ever been in a Turkish prison.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I did hear about this this playwright. He actually loves his plays about gladiators.
1: Ooh, yeah. okay. <laughs> uh, so you ever think he's been to one of those like um, hot springs, similar to what you know uh, Uncle Arrow was in that one time book one?
0: <laughs> yeah, and he might have seen a grown man. Um, not fully dressed
1: unclothed yeah. got it. okay.
0: but speaking of unclothed as the play continues, they discover a cute puppet version of Momo that uh, I was like, oh, that's pretty fun.
1: I definitely love how they like realized him.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you could see
1: the actor kind of like jiggering in there just like'm i gonna gets like gets her sleeve out off and then like gets in yeah. place. It's like all right that's kind of that's kind of cool
0: And the massively stuffed arm. Yeah, that's pretty cute. <laughs>
1: just like, why is that arm gimpy? It's like, it's not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> why is there a giant space up above it?
1: Shush. Is that <laughs> is that hate coming out of uh, the seams?
0: Yeah, and there's hate coming out of uh, Aang's pores as he's watching and just groaning.
1: He's uh, he's definitely fire bending above his head right now. <laughs> oh, hang on, hang on. You got to be careful or else you're going to burn your, your hat off. You don't want to do that.
0: Yeah, and as once again, a reference to Vaudeville as we continue on and we see another character, uh, Suki, showing up. We get the Sokka actor in drag dressed up as a uh, Kyoshi warrior, uh, but again, they're playing it up for the body kind of humor. Like, oh, does this make my butt look fat? Everyone's laughing; they're falling out of their seats. You know,
1: and and even Suki's got a little chuckle there to herself as well. She's she's uh, she's a little <laughs> bit like you know can't has to hold back laughter while Sokka just looks at her uh, with some uh, with rosy cheeks there.
0: Yeah, I thought that was really cute. And I love all the fades. They're like just giving us the little briefest glimpses of this, this overall play. Dude, it's
1: it's this is this is like quick and I love it. It's it's good.
0: Yeah, great pace, absolutely. Uh but who do we see next? Another uh, grown man naked. Half naked. Uh, <laughs> uh we got a we got a we got a jokester here. We got a got a
1: a Cheshire cat almost in a way uh of, of doing some rhyme in there. It's <laughs> the the amount of uh yeah, the obstacles that he's putting the, the three in there in this here, it's kind of, yeah, it's just randomly turning it. This is the thing where you're like, you turn into this channel. You just, you're flipping through channels. All of a sudden you land on this, like, what the heck am I watching?
0: Yeah. And this is where they ran out of the budget for this segment of the, the play. So they're just cheaping it out.
1: They're just like, and Katara gets sucked in or eaten by a diamond of some sort or crystals. And Sokka gets chased by a rabbit.
0: Huh. Yeah, I like her. I like her baffled face and just the groan. And then you see Toph in the corn, just stone face. <laughs> She's just like whatever. Oh man. you yeah, no, I'll I'll say I haven't mentioned, but you know, I've I've kind of talked throughout doing book three that there were some episodes that stood out my mind better than others. And this is one of those ones that, yeah, it just I I remember this one very very well. All the bits that stood out the best for me, yeah, they they shone very bright when looking back on book three.
1: Gee, I wonder why.
0: Yeah, this thing's great. <laughs>
1: um, so at 0707, 07, uh, we have the pirates. They're being chased by the pirates of Pandesia. I mean, uh, oh, oh. something else. Uh, the pirates of Caribbean. I mean, uh, not, not those guys either. Pirates who don't do anything. No, wait, wait, not those guys either.
0: Well, pretty much those guys is they go to attack, but they're so busy, you know, just kind of bunched up together, swinging their swords forward that they don't even see the team A slipping through their knees and escaping the
1: boomerangs evade them and hopefully don't go back
0: yeah and again katara just yeah she's groaning
1: did you see the size of the scroll she has
0: oh yes yeah that was pretty funny
1: now to be (laughs) fair i think that's actually intentional for those in the nosebleeds to like say she's got a scroll whereas (laughs) if you're like obviously in the splash zone as i'm calling it it's like i'm pretty sure you could tell what that is but looks like she's holding like a telescope
0: yeah and i do like we we get our first introduction to one of my fun little side characters in this and this is just the the very weary looking beaten down old stage hand who he doesn't he looks like he's almost embarrassed by the production that they're putting on but he's going about the motions
1: <laughs> yeah no like uh, hey i haven't been in that play years ago or that yeah that community theater uh production like i i loved our backstage buds they were i loved working with them they were they were a lot of fun and i uh, would definitely love to work backstage with people because. Uh, that's where all the magic happens as well not that the actors aren't you know doing their part but just like puck the, the stage hands and whatnot you guys are awesome like shout out to you guys
0: yeah like he's just waiting for his cue board and then once it happens he's almost like startled out of it like oh crap better do my my thing
1: wobble 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 wobble
0: Hey, it all counts. It all matters. It all adds to the overall feel.
1: Can't help but think of that one time uh, in that SpongeBob episode where they're like, um, was it where they're under the command of the Flying Dutchman and they're scaring a child, and all SpongeBob has is like a flashlight or something like that, and or whatever it is, and they have like that tinfoil yeah. going as well. It's hilarious.
0: Oh, but where do we go to next here in the play? What's the Blue that? Spirit. Oh boy, I love this. This is one of those ones that I remember very much the blue spirit moment with the two of them glancing at each other (laughs) so uh, zuko has captured ang
1: that's incorrect continuity error what the hey yeah (laughs) setting off the continuity alarm that wasn't the case it was actually zhao now i do wonder though i do wonder if that was actually intentional Mm. because what if they didn't i think maybe this was in the commentary but what if they didn't do Zhao because culturally speaking Zhao performs something like so heinous or at least he did something that um, is so embarrassing or something like that they don't even want him to be remembered
0: yeah the propaganda wise yeah they could be supervising this production oof the censors eek
1: definitely is a big blow to wherever Zhao is uh, wherever Zhao is uh, to his ego yeah
0: huh. But I do love this. He's like a big cartoon character. He comes in, he's swinging his swords and the, the stage people are falling down. The background He's people. just
1: a big, freaking goofy mask. Like, that's all it's all. He is. You got. Know, the
0: tongue sticking out. Yeah. And then uh, he scares off Zuko and then he's like, oh, my hero and jumps on his head. Just kind of sits there. Just like,
1: uh, is there an attraction or whatnot? (laughs) And the look that, like, the two of them give each other at 0749 is priceless.
0: It's just, like, so humiliated. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Like, huh, do you ever want to talk about that?
0: And then this poor, poor stagehand, he's looking like he's exhausted turning this crank. I was like, oh, where's someone else to help this guy, this poor grandpa? Is this, I wonder, is he, like, the only stagehand?
1: No, he's not, no, he's not, no, he's not, because there's other guys later on. (laughs)
0: But the Blue Spirit thing, yeah, I do wonder, did they were like, hang out with the rest of the group, like, hey, let's talk about our Blue Spirit times together, have some, uh, since it seems like Zuko's willing to make jokes about their past now.
1: You know, if this was a regular <laughs> clip show, I have, I get the feeling they would do that, where it's just like, uh Toph's like, hey, guys, I want to know, like, what you guys did in season one, or book one, and Suki's also like, yeah, I, I, I want to be informed by, you know, what adventures you guys went on, like, where did it all start? uh and then they go into that and they they do the same thing in book two Is it's like zuko's like hey where were you guys and it's like oh you know we like we're in Boston." state it's like no way i was like near where you guys were as well isn't that hilarious what a coincidence
0: yeah what was the backstory stuff that you're going to mention about this if you if you don't mind going into it now or
1: yeah of course i'll go into, yeah i'll go into it now um so I believe this was actually mandated by Nickelodeon themselves. Like they were like asking for a clip show. Oh, wow. And I think I don't, don't quote me on this is an asterisk. I think they were, I know for the next series. Well, I, I definitely know all about that, but uh, for this one, I think this was like, I think it was mandated by, Everybody already every prep knows this, but like I'll confirm during the overview later on. This is, you know, quite unprofessional of me. But I think they mandated this and then they're like, crap, what do they do? And they what do they think about? They thought of oh okay, either it was in this commentary or it was in the one in the in the next series. So like, ah, oh, shoot, what do we do here? Uh and they this is like very loosely a clip show because I mean, they're not reusing clips, they're still using new animations. So it's yeah. like Ha. Huh. usually clip shows are meant to save money. This is doing the opposite.
0: Well, in this this case, considering it's so close to the end of the show, it might have been a clip show uh, request more just for, uh, let's make everyone remember the past and kind of, yeah, as we're coming to the close, remember your favorite moments.
1: I want to believe it wasn't Brakes' idea of doing this, but whoever's idea it was to do it this way... This is like the standard like like I'm I'm probably coming to conclusions, but like this is the pucking standard to to do it in now.
0: Oh, yeah. If this was just a standard clip show, for instance, I've been going through dinosaurs and they had a clip show and the the way they did it was it was meant to be it it was in modern day, the 90s, and it was a team of archaeologists doing like a cheap TV hour kind of show. And they're like, yep. Let's go to this dig site and let's talk about these items that we discovered. I know exactly
1: what you're talking about. I've, I've not watched it, but I know, like, I, I know exactly what you're th- you're talking about.
0: It was terrible. I, I the, the stuff the new stuff was fine. I didn't mind the cheesy reporter guy, but all the clips it was just like okay, I yeah I've seen all this. It was great in context. It's not as funny seeing it taken out of context in this clip form. And it was yeah, it was bad. And I was <laughs> like, God, what an antiquated, just terrible type of television this is and i just recently saw another one on power rangers dino fury from 2021 it was near the end of their season they did a little clip show and i was like oh man like like they did it it was more worked into a plot they tried to make it as minimal as they could but it was still like man we really don't need more clip shows this this is some weak weak television
1: like the the ideal not the ideal but the like the standard one is (laughs) actually this is one that may not be well written or at least like the initial thought is character gets amnesia for like the episode you must, I think actually may no. I, I did full house do this. I don't even remember. I'm like thinking back to like when the nostalgia critic reviewed full house. I'm like, wait, did they do that? Oh, no, man, no, no, no. Yeah. But, but anyway, so the, so the, the protagonist gets or side protagonist, whatever due to due to protagonist, whatever uh, gets a, gets amnesia, like magical amnesia, excuse me. And they have to, Remember, and then each character comes in and is like, "Hey, you remember this episode?" And the other one, "Hey, remember this one?" And it's like, "I remember wow. everything." It's like
0: terrible, terrible. <clears throat> God, no! What an antiquated, just horrible device for television. Like, who likes this crap? But, but, but um, moving away from that negativity, yeah. No, I think they <laughs> chose chose a brilliant way to, I guess, take that that hurdle that they were given and give us something really creative and it does make me look back and have fun remembering those episodes, but in a new contextualized way that just makes it all new as well.
1: And treating the kind of making fun of themselves, which that's actually, I gotta, I gave them credit where they almost took all of like audience, I guess maybe the closest thing to like allowing the fans to write the episode, not that fans (laughs) did, but I'm just saying like taking the response people had like, obviously there was forums and like, you know, message groups or anything like that, but like, not like it is now. Could you imagine? (sighs) Oh heck. Could you imagine right now? uh, If they made a clip show in an animated television show and they had like, they went to Twitter and like asked people like, Hey, what do you want to see in our clip show? Oh my goodness. Like the unhinged nature of that. And like the absolute like can of worms. That would be open from that. By goodness.
0: Well, let's yeah, let's, let's. Speaking of can of worms, yeah, I'm sure it opens up a can of worms of emotion as we see uh, Jet swinging in with a little. He's got instead of just a piece of like straw in his mouth, he's got like a flower there. <laughs> and this version of Katara, she's weeping with her her love of him and his his brilliant works.
1: Oh, the humanity world's tiniest violin, and they go. Oh no, no. Anyway
0: and he's even like don't worry i'll destroy this village for you <laughs>
1: and there's the other stage hands by the way it's the um what's the hair are they call but it's the um stage hands in the in the in the black garb which is really I mean, yeah that's that's real stuff uh i think it's in japan that they do it but or maybe in china as well but either way for theater it's really cool i like i like that stuff i think i saw it in one play of macbeth or a, a version of macbeth excuse me like a Safe Christian version of Macbeth with the weird sisters. Anyway,
0: oh no, oh god. <laughs> oh, but I do love uh, Katara, especially because she just—you know—we know, we know how, how she feels about Jet. She looks especially ashamed. She's like, "Oh no,
1: oh let me just like hide myself in my hair." Ugh, as as, but I just love the the big crackling smile that Toph <laughs> has next to her at 0811. It's oh, she's just ah, she's gonna be like. She's going to this is putting a few years on her. It's almost like she's going to live for quite a while after this.
0: Yeah, Toph Toph is one of the stars of this one. She she's super duper funny. I do also enjoy just the joke of, oh, look, it's the Great Divide. Well, let's just go. Let's just pass right over it. Let's just ignore that part of the story. (laughs) Even though we try try to be an episode about immigrants or at least refugees. Excuse me. Now, there is them making a joke of themselves. Yeah, I guess even back then they knew the reception from the fans to that episode. It's like, oh, boy. And they skip
1: a bunch. They skip a bunch after we see the stagehand drop all this, like, fake snow. <laughs> just lands in a steady stream, by the way. Not, like, scattering everywhere. Just, like, in a steady stream behind Sokka, or actor Sokka, uh, as, you know, him and Yue uh, are about to uh, embrace and leave one last time.
0: Yeah, again, they, they thought a lot about these details, and, and they made it just as funny as it could be. And I do love... Uh, suki being like oh wow like she almost making a joke like you really kissed the, the moon spirit Well, sokka's over there tearing up i actually felt real bad for him in that moment i was like oh man
1: i love his <laughs> eyes i don't know what it is about his eyes i love love his eyes how like almost disney they look
0: yeah and the little quivering lip oh um but
1: that also is kind of awkward if this is the <laughs> and funny as well if uh if this is the way suki found out about how he uh Kind of had the hots for a princess in the North.
0: Oh, by the way, I, since I don't have the music playing right now, is that the moment where the Winter Spring song came in? I I actually don't remember. That's a good point. It have to be. It it would have to be when that like was played. Yeah, because I remember I, I smiled when that started playing. I was like, oh, that's that's fun. I love they brought that. Yeah,
1: back. there we go. But like, no, I I I didn't listen. Uh, I was I was too wrapped up in like the humor and the comedy of it.
0: <laughs> Uh where do we go next here? Uh our little uh tokusatsu moment. Oh yes, yes. The uh yeah from the finale of season one. Yeah. It's the Nightwalker. <laughs>
1: Nightwalker returns. Oh the the Hydro Nightwalker excuse me returns uh in this <laughs> as we see a little small uh sh- like wooden ships or whatever uh be pulled by strings. We see Zhao by the way, uh as a model or as a doll or action figure, excuse me. And oh yes. We see actor Aang inside this, you know, mascot in her like uh costume, excuse me, of just <laughs> this gumdrop basically.
0: Oh, yeah, and she's got like the like King Kong when he's got the little dolls when we see him walking around <laughs> in like the the Toho <laughs> King yep. Kong. Yeah, no, that's cute. I love that she falls over. She's like, oops.
1: <laughs> she gets into it it's like too much and it's just like, oh no, oh no, I'm oh, going down. And it's like, that's it, he dies.
0: Yeah, and immediately Aang is just, he's just crestfallen. He can't even believe this shame. And Zuko covers up his head. He's wincing. He's
1: just like, I'm trapped in my feels, man. I, I can't. Like, oh no, oh no, no.
0: <sighs> yeah, no, it's, it's funny. And then when they're sitting out there, all the intermissions going on, you know, they're just kind of like, oh man, like what, what What do we get ourselves into coming to this? This time? is so Yeah. And Zuko says it's the best part of the play. Fair enough. <laughs>
1: Sokka goes, that comes out there with like a bag of meat and he's like, oh, all that's, oh, that's the actor. All he was doing was just like, you know, making jokes and talking about meat and whatnot. And then Suki, of course, Explains the obvious and goes right over his head and she just still chuckles to herself.
0: Yeah. And I like this little exchange with Toph and Aang. Toph's like, Oh man, that that you know, woman playing the Avatar. That's that's just nothing like me. And Toph's like, Well, you know, you are more in touch with your your feminine side than, than most guys are there. I have twinkle toes. And Aang just goes into a rage. So Act
1: Two. Oh boy. Okay. So we have Act Two start and um <laughs> This could almost partially be the Shyamalan movie. <laughs> like what the Shaman movie could have done. Remember when I like gave my whole like, hey, this, oh, here's, no. what the, here's what like the Shaman movie could have done like with like book book two? This is almost what I was thinking of. But not that I took it from this.
0: As um, like casting Toph as a super buff dude. No,
1: no, 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 no. no. But just like they, almost, it almost seems like they're embossing say, or they just say Earth Kingdom. So I'm like, eh, but it's like they're embossing say, and I was like, if you want to like condense everything to one place, bossing say only.
0: Oh, by the way, I do, I do love when it like lifts up the rock from under the ground. I wish we could have seen like a string attached to the rock, and then when they come out and everyone starts laughing once this version of Toph's talking. And she's just over there in the corner sitting listening. She's like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute that that sounds like a super buff dude, everyone's waiting for her to feel the embarrassment that they all felt, but instead she just loves it. She thinks it's perfect.
1: by the way, <laughs> can I just say I love the uh this is weird of the effect of um actor Aang going?" Uh, going on wires and going around the audience or above the audience and around the auditorium excuse me uh, and it did not end in the same way as Spider-Man turn off the dark did so that's uh, definitely helpful
0: oh there we go oh, so it's getting sad now
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, anyways.
0: Um, so yes
1: enter the actor
0: Toph yeah, which I think is a pretty fun piece of design I don't know why they went with that choice maybe because of the like pro wrestler thing
1: uh, that, and, or maybe harkening back to the whole, like, Toph was originally going to be a guy?
0: Maybe. And I like that, uh, because even though this, this playwright seems to have done a pretty good job sourcing the information, they get a couple details, you know, wrong, pretty, pretty wrong here or there. And one of them being Toph using a sonic wave produced from, from his, from her mouth.
1: <laughs> his, her mouth.
0: Yes. Their mouth to, uh, yeah, be able to see. That was, uh. And I love that Toph's face of just pure amazement can't even believe how fantastic this is
1: just the like yeah the, the look on everybody's face and the sound itself that it makes is <laughs> quite hilarious
0: yeah I can see Toph as being a bad movie fan uh, she'd be on the commentaries with us yeah, yucking it up to uh, some of that trash
1: whoa wait Toph what are you what are you doing here wow hey wait what, what the hey what did you show up kidding me i wish i wish that'd be fun if, only, if, if fucking only um <laughs> anyway so next scene we have uh the breakup big old breakup
0: mm. yeah yeah zuko's been growing out his hair and growing out his attitude yeah
1: <laughs> and uncle can uncle arrow cannot stand no more he's like "You're too much of an angsty teenager get out of here and he's like fine i will Let me let me just go into my room and like you know save my feels <laughs> Uh
0: but then we get to see our introduction to the stage version of azula and I think she's pretty fun, too. This is a pretty fun little version.
1: <laughs> I will say Tara Strong does a good job of hamming it up. Like she plays it bad intentionally. It's, it's pretty funny. You
0: know, we get the scene of when they all have team up and to distract them. She's like, look, it's your honor. And they all turn like where? What? <laughs> <laughs> look, it's a distraction. Where? <laughs> I that was pretty cute. And again, the, the playwright got his research right. Toff is teamed up with that side somewhat. That's uh, yes,
1: no, that is a very good attention to detail.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm proud of that.
1: Who wrote this crap? That's my question.
0: Uh, that's a good question. Was, yeah, someone like creeping in the the windows, spying everywhere.
1: Yeah, what the heck is this?
0: I do also love to see this poor guy under the stage, sitting on a little bench. Yeah, they they're working this old guy to the bone on this this gig, <laughs> as he's turning this uh the, for the drill which is another great effect.
1: Oh, and the, the other stage hands, you know, shaking the the, the the drill or at least, you know, one of the uh, one of the sets and then like fanning the smoke as well. That's honestly like some really good stuff.
0: Yeah. Except you can see them the whole time on the stage. They're running behind the curtain. They could have just moved the curtain up, but no, <laughs> or moved a curtain up. But yeah, re- really cute stuff, really creative stuff. But it seems like at this point in the show, the audience, you know, they've seen enough of the special effects. They've, Sokka's not on screen making all of his, his, you know, I'd buy that for a dollar jokes. So they're all getting a bit sleepy and a little bit bored. It's going on too long for them.
1: And then all of a sudden, maybe not special effects, but like, whoa, what the hey am I looking at? What kind of, what
0: the hey is this guy on? <laughs> yeah, we see the their Eterna jet, and we get some more meta stuff.
1: Look at this goon. He's like completely like whacked out. Like what's, what's going on here, man?
0: Yeah, he's got to serve that Earth King, you know? And this actor... Too
1: many beans. Too many beans!
0: Yeah, he's hamming it up. He's hoping that this will be his ad for his next gig, this moment here. So yeah, he's trying to show it up big time. And he's even he's sliding off his mark a little bit, I think, <laughs> concerning how the, the thing falls. Also,
1: what the heck happened to your hands?
0: Yeah, he's got the hook hands. Yeah, He's uh,
1: become Captain Hook point two. Wow, that's a reference for that. Never thought I'd see that uh, hook refer- for reference there.
0: And yeah, not only did, the, did not only did the Dilee brainwash him, but they chopped off his hands and gave him the hook hands instead. He's Gigen. Suring into Gygen. Oh my
1: goodness, <laughs> let's go.
0: But so yeah, it seems like he's dead and, and Zuko can't tell. He's like, whoa, like, I don't know, did did Chet just die? I guess he didn't know about this side of the plot. Maybe he just thought Chet left after his whole romance. By
1: situation. the way. Dude zuko ever tell them that he i guess it wasn't a like it wasn't important but did zuko ever tell them that hey i was like i met jet it's like really how'd that go uh
0: he's nuts <laughs> yeah you gotta wonder maybe during the intermission they're like he's like hey well you know that i didn't realize you guys knew jet as well like oh well i guess he would know but yeah
1: i you know what comic save it for the comic
0: <laughs> oh oh spoilers
1: i don't know about that i'm just saying like save that for a comic Oh okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe there is a comic where you're just like, hey, remember? we were we were with Jet. I mean, maybe the the Duke and um, Pips Week show up at some point. Hopefully, uh, he's part of the freaking Stone Temple Pilots. Come on, the, the Duke's got to return at some point. Anyway, um, so yeah, he. De- <laughs> I do love the fact that like, yeah, the stagehand like throws. The, he, the stagehand may have missed his mark as well, and like throws the thing yeah. down It's <laughs> like, eh, eh, eh. okay, got it in there. I may have had to fudge it a bit, but yeah, I got it in there.
0: Yeah, it's just like when a wrestler falls and then you see the guy climb up to the top rope and as they're pulling out, you see the other wrestler on the ground nudging himself into the position to be jumped onto. Yep. It's like, oh no, Uh, pan up, pan up quick. (laughs) Or if they like completely uh,
1: botch a move where it's like they get kicked and then they like react two seconds afterwards.
0: (laughs) Oh no. But I do like the response by Sokka to uh, did Jet just dies? Like, you know, it really was unclear. Again, definitely some meta stuff here. The Writers talking right to the audience.
1: <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, that kid's dead. Anyway.
0: Oh, and then we get the big scene, the big moment. Oh boy!
1: Oh boy! I'm gonna rip my shirt off by if I if I keep you know stretching this collar out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where uh, it's the scene from a cave, the cave of two lovers. What? Oh, not not that one. Uh, that's a different one. Uh, these. They skip that one. It looks like a cave with two lovers here.
1: That's funny though. They got they they had they, they had um, first hand experience or first um, oh what the hey was it For, primary source or whatnot first hand experience from those those nomads those traveling nomads back in the, the Cave of the Two Lovers didn't even show up in this play. What the hey? I thought they'd make a cameo. Guess not. Maybe they're wanted by the Fire Nation. That would make sense. Anyways,
0: might just miss that bit.
1: You'd think that you'd think that uh, the Fire Nation would look past nomads and uh, their their flowery ways, but I, I suppose not. Uh this is from the crossroads of destiny, sir.
0: Yeah, so b- basically uh, Katara's laying it out pretty pretty hard that oh yeah, you know, Zuko, I think you're pretty pretty attractive. And oh that Avatar, oh don't worry about him. You know, I see him as a kid brother. Uh nothing more than that. Don't worry about that guy at all. And yeah, Katara and Zuko both glancing over each other, like, oh no, this this is this is not great. They just they just slide away. They're just like eh. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the slide away was perfect and they didn't even have to have like a
1: swile, slide whistle because that would have maybe not made it walk well, I guess could have made it funny but I also like that uh actor Zuko goes like I thought you were the avatars girl it's like whoa what the heck? And I
0: do love and he he's completely enraptured by this moment he even nods like yeah no that's right that's true <laughs> the, the script it's part of the script <laughs> come on I'm on my mark yeah, and then once once Katara's like, oh no, you know, like don't worry about that. She even laughs. And he just gets up and he leaves. He's like, no, no, no. I can't take it anymore.
1: As if this was out of a soap opera, which again they're they're intentionally doing that. It's like, besides, how could he ever find out about this? And they like hold hands. I don't know if they like Uh, it's weird, because like, you know, um uh Sokka and Yue, they kissed, but like this they don't. Maybe it's oh man, if it's a if it's a thing with like Fire Nation, they don't want to see like too far like a Fire Nation kiss a like a Water Tribe person. Like ooh, even though it's a um, uh, was it it's a tre- treacherous prince? Doesn't matter. It's like they won't show another member of like the Fire Nation interact, or at least you know make out with a another member of another nation. Oh
0: man, interesting. Yeah, so either way, Aang leaves, the, he leaves, and the play continues. And, uh, and uh, yeah, speaking of somebody being a traitor, poor Zuko, he's under the spotlight, and he's getting shamed. And he's got to kind of pick, like, who am I going to choose? Am I going to choose treachery with my uncle, <laughs> who does give him the thumbs up? and like, yeah, choose treachery is pretty fun. Or am I going to choose Azula, you know, my, my sister and the Fire Nation, uh, the heir to the throne, in a way. So this so this is a more representative moment. It's I hate you, Uncle. That seemed that seemed pretty accurate to me. And even Zuko's like, yeah, that seems pretty right to me.
1: And the Earth and then the Earth King, the the Earth Kingdom banner just falls onto Uncle Iroh. Yeah, I like that. It's like, oh, that's not good. But unfortunately for uh, Zuko himself, uh, Kataro like leans over and is like, is that kind of what happened? And yeah, he's not doing too good.
0: Yeah, he's like, might as well have. And I I also really enjoy the uh, the representative of when Azula the Azula attack squad was pretending to be some some Kyoshi warriors and they take over you know uh, the third kingdom they represent that but they forget about the Kyoshi warrior costumes this time
1: uh, what I don't know what you're talking about what
0: yeah you it was a lack of a uh, lack of being an uh, attentive viewer uh, at yeah, that time uh, no hopefully this time it'll be more attentive yeah
1: uh, uh, okay. <laughs>
0: And but I think the special effects are quite cool during that whole scene.
1: <laughs> I do love the um what is it I love the how they yeah how they uh portray and um my throwing knives. It's pretty funny where she just like takes it out of her uh her hair hairpiece throws it, not even throws it, but just like puts it in front of her, and then one of the stage hands comes in and just like <laughs> travels the knife as it's being thrown. I love that
0: yeah, and I like that part of May's costume is she's got a little smiley or a little frowny face in the middle of her uh, clothes
1: <laughs> also this is a this is a quick and you miss it moment but i like the at like fourteen thirty six. we actually see like the earth king and bosco uh it's kind of cool yeah it's uh it's, it's just a quick and you miss it i didn't i just, this is the first time i've actually ever seen it and it's like ooh, that's that's pretty cool
0: yeah and then then ang you know the, the the it's time to go into the avatar state and the representative that's pretty cool too you know it's got to be that uh kind of like what is what's it called when that the, the makes white shine really bright
1: uh oh Blue light? Uh, maybe it almost seem neon as well to me
0: well you can see Oh, the... like
1: yeah uv light sorry yeah yeah ultraviolet light
0: yeah because you can see on uh, may's outfit there's some white on there and it suddenly shines really bright too again really good attention to detail
1: <laughs> and same thing with Ty Lee, where her oh, yeah, Ty Lee like, her i guess tutu looks kind of is also glowing Uh, yeah with with uv like yeah i guess that and by the strange reason uh of the at 1504 it's kind of like a charlie's angels pose uh may looks like uh like mickey mouse
0: (laughs) yeah i think i think uh, ty lee looks especially funny (laughs) just with the the pose with her hands
1: (laughs) it's like what kind of pose is that
0: (laughs) they're like the avatar is no more and again everyone's just shamed Oh and even Toph at this point is getting exhausted. She's not even having fun anymore. I,
1: I do love the uh the way they represent fire and or lightning where it's like streams. Yeah. Or like little ribbons. I love that.
0: <laughs> oh I, I just love their reaction to that one. And then again we get another intermission, everyone just kind of lounging about. Before it was kind of just them who left, and I guess some people maybe went to the bathroom, but now most of or at least there's a lot of other people standing around too, stretching their legs. And Suki, she's kind of, uh, you know, now now that she's seen some of their stuff that maybe she's missed out that, you know, she really hasn't spent a ton of time with this group, catching up on some of their lost details. She's like, well, you know, seeing all this, you guys actually lose a lot. You know, us Kyoshi Warriors, maybe we don't lose as much as you guys. She seems pretty smug about it, I think. (laughs) And, And something about
1: being... I don't know, like, captured by Zula or something like that. It's like, yeah, no, I guess that that, that is fair. But <laughs> she goes like, hey, are you trying to, like, get on my bad side? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. how long have you and Sokka known each other exactly? And how come, like, you're met anyway?
0: Yeah, it's almost like a relationship of convenience at this point. It's kind of a funny dynamic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I don't know.
0: Um... Yeah, but guitar is like, hey, you know, we're all standing around a group here, but where's that Aang? And Sokka's like, oh, he left to get fire gummies a little while ago for me, but I haven't seen him. Yeah, fire gummies, wink. Yeah, and so she goes off on the look for him, and, and then we get this moment. Oh boy, this is a step away from the uh, clip show section, and this is a step into some heavy dramatic stuff for them.
1: Um, I will say, though, initially at like 1540 or 39, I do love the... Uh, intro, well, not intro, but as we like, uh, going from like the moonlight, to the, the giant, like, you know, f- um, full moon or potentially whack or waning moon, excuse me, um, just from and, and the shoreline to you know, Ang in the little patio. Uh, I really like that shot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of good attention to animation in this one, uh, throughout. I think this is a really good looking episode.
1: Agreed. But yes, uh, we, we, we see Ang, he's frustrated. He's frustrated. Uh, at the portrayal of him he's he's not happy he's he's definitely it's it's like you know any actor who watches a uh biopic of themselves if they're still alive they're like oh shucks darn it i i disliked you know the way they portrayed my character and how it made me look like a, a total goof a goofball
0: yeah, throws his hat on the ground. He's in a rage. He's like, "I hate this play, man. This play sucks." He's in a huff. Oh, he's in a. And I will say,
1: him uh, not looking at or him him without hair in the in the Kuzon outfit, kind of weird. Like, kind of used to seeing him with the headband on there and his hair there. It's like, ooh, it looks kind of it looks a little weird to me. But you know, it, it takes some time.
0: Yeah, and he. Before we can really jump into the the full breadth of that exchange, first we have to cut back to the lobby and. Sokka's like, hey, you know, Suki, you know, you're pretty sneaky. You know, you've, you've had your career of, yeah, sneaking around. What do you think about trying to get me backstage here so I can talk to that Sokka actor, see if I can slip him a couple lines? And what do you think about her going into her little more intense moment where she gives her little backstory there? Or not backstory, but gives her credentials.
1: Uh, they they wanted to treat it, obviously, as a joke. I'm just like, I've been trained as an elite warrior with stealth skills and stealth for years. I could totally get you back there and gives them like a very cute, gives them a cute smile. It's like, oh, yeah, no, totally a joke.
0: Yeah, yeah, that one didn't work as well for me. That one felt a little bit like it was a type of comedy from a different show.
1: Uh, so they go off to you know have their little stealth mission, and then there, there's there's Zuko and whatnot. He's in the corner, and you well, know, blah, blah, blah. in this case, it is kind of like yeah, you guys have a reason to mope. Mm-hmm. Ba- basically, Zuko is a, a bit. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's regretting. There's a lot of regret there. This this is fair cuz I I get this. This I I've, I've done this before where uh I said something maybe not not harsh or at least something blunt uh to somebody and then I think about it for a while and I regret. I was like why did I say that? And I may not have and I may not get the chance to see somebody uh see that person for a long time. Um, he's frustrated for himself again uh, for how he behaved with his uncle, and that he definitely wants a chance to uh, get to apologize to him and uh, make make amends because he really didn't mean anything he said. Given that the this episode is bringing back some uh, not so pleasant memories, and Toph actually reveals that she had a the conversation they had in the chase uh, when she went solo briefly.
0: Yeah, which I think is a nice little moment there. And, and they haven't had too many moments with just the two of them. So I appreciate taking that uh, spot there.
1: Yeah, I want that field trip with between her and Zuko. It's like, oh, we got to get that at some point.
0: Yeah, hopefully soon. Uh, but yeah, then we cut to, to a little backstage shot. And this actually was making me think of backstage in WWE. Whenever we're cutting for, in for an interview, we just start. The camera's focused on someone walking, just kind of looking around in the backstage. Like, why is that cameraman on him? And then all of a sudden, then Sokka appears.
1: <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Like, where is all this coming from? And then I'm, just, I'm also just like, I, I you know, as a... Uh... Oh, and uh, quickly just to end the, the bit in, with Sokka and Z- Zuko on top, excuse me. I love how there's a there's a kid who is like, you know, constantly running around because he's been sitting the whole time. Uh, He's wearing an egg costume played by, you know, Zach, and goes, that's a, a, a nice Zuko costume, except your scar's on the wrong side. He's like, it's not on the wrong side. <sighs>
0: Yeah, another funny little bit, yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah, backstage, I'm just like, I'm looking for the chair. It's like, where's the chair?
0: Oh, oh okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just waiting for all malarkey and anarchy to just uh, occur. where Like, you know, somebody just starts a backstage brawl.
0: But Sokka goes up to this guy and he's like, hey, you know, I, I've got some bits for it. And the guy's like, oh, no, here we go again. Not one of you folks coming in here thinking you got some jokes for me.
1: Thinking you're all better because you watch the show and you have like, you know, it's couch quarterbacking
0: yeah I think you can book my next match oh come on these these fans, but
1: <laughs> what was that what was up with that like small like really short bit of him like having a fisheye lens? What was that about
0: yeah i don't I don't know sure that was kind of weird
1: anyways, uh go on,
0: but eventually Sokka commits him to have a listener at least one of his lines and he likes it, thinks it's pretty funny, and yeah eventually he's like, okay, yeah, give me you know, help me rewrite this script here. It sounds like you got some good ideas he's like, who are you, by the way, kid? And Saka's like, oh, no, I'm just someone who likes comedy. I like to just deliver that line. (laughs)
1: Yeah, comedy, of course. A certain brand of comedy.
0: Pretty cute little scene, I think.
1: That's true. Uh, Then we go back over to the patio outside, uh, the beach. And one of, uh, I I forgot to mention this before, but one of things that uh, Aang was lamenting uh, was that instance of... Him having to deal with the fact that uh, he did not open up his chakra uh, and have control of the uh, avatar state. And then Azula mm. ultimately blocked him out of that. So he's kicking himself for not having to um, do that again. So he's, he's kind of, that, that was what he was in a huff about. And then we get to the other bit the other uh, giant um, sky bison in the room.
0: Yeah, this gets embarrassing for for Ang. Apparently, he doesn't know how to, uh, how to you know differentiate reality versus fiction. And he's like, "Hey, wh- why would you say that stuff on the stage there?" She's like, "What? Like, what, what are you talking about?" And he's like, "Oh, the stuff about how I'm your, just your brother, and or you just view me as your brother, and you don't think of me, you know, that way." She's like, "Oh, Aang, you know that that was that was uh, an actor on the stage. That wasn't me talking there. Like, uh, what, what's going on with your brain?" Yeah, you're dealing with all these emotions saying you
1: gotta like what did you say about like you know unlocking chakras we have to go back to that whole conversation about the um was it the, the uh, I don't remember which like chakra it was about love but it's like come on man you gotta like you gotta understand that she, like Katara has her side of the story as well this is this is not easy man this ain't this ain't easy and he keeps going and going and going he's talking about the kiss they had on the day of the black sun oh
0: man uh, bring that back up Yeah, she's getting awkward. She's like, hey, you know, know, maybe this isn't the best time. You know, we're just in the middle of a war. You know, you might potentially go and murder the the Fire Lord. Maybe I'll be able to look at you the same way after you have all the blood all over you. Wait, (laughs) maybe you shouldn't say that part.
1: (laughs) Uh, 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 (laughs) Sorry, slip of the tongue. And so she starts again when she gets a bit like, you know, anxious or at least, you know, uh, so it was flustered there we go uh, she starts you know rubbing her hair obviously is you know as a character tick for most people would do uh if they're you know kind of an awkward situation and i guess only well, gets more awkward at 1920 <laughs> when he gives her a kiss on the lips
0: yeah she's like "Ang, that this isn't the best time to be talking about this he's like well when is the best time and she's like oh, i don't know and he's like well if she's not gonna give me it then i'll just go in for the kiss and see if that works it's like oh man that that's an awkward moment
1: <laughs> Oh, um abort abort go back turn back must stop do not pass go get out
0: yeah and Ooh. she she very firmly is like whoa like hey i just said i was confused and then she makes a hasty retreat.
1: Yay, <laughs> yay, yay. She's calling the consensual police because somebody didn't give consent.
0: Yeah, I mean, she really did run out, run away from there as quick as possible,
1: and does what I probably would do of just smacking myself around, just like idiot, adult, piece of junk, like useless, and like you know, ignorant, like I unused, like that. Oh
0: no, this is getting sad now. Anyway,
1: um, so Act Three fire
0: yeah ang eventually comes in i guess he couldn't hang out there anymore the mosquitoes were getting at him so he came to sit inside and watch some other mosquitoes and Sokka's immediately on his lap he's like oh hey let me tell you all the things you miss, real quick he starts listening it out
1: got better guitar painted lady and i got a sword and i think
0: a bushman of man died yeah well the whole time ang's just staring at the back of Katara's head we've all been there <laughs> maybe not <laughs>
1: and then the invasion starts Hey, it's almost like we foreshadowed this.
0: Yeah, I do love that once Sokka appears. Well, first we see uh Katara, the stage guitar, just you know, just in case Aang's listening, he doesn't differentiate, you know. By the way, I heard Aang, you know, he put in an order for a house hippo after seeing those ads all those years ago. He's still waiting.
1: <laughs> Where did that come from? What the <laughs> flip? I
0: don't know. it just popped to my mind of That's don't fair. believe what you see on TV.
1: Fuck. <laughs> I guess that is the case. Oh man, <laughs> don't know how many people are going to get that reference. But anyway, um, yeah, I, don't unless, know. <laughs> I, I hope you weren't making a reference of a house hippo and are equating it to somebody else here.
0: Oh, uh, oh I don't know which. Oh, yeah, I still don't know which one you might have meant. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna say because that's that's offensive. Oh no, potential for the cutting room floor again. <laughs> I
2: don't know. We'll have to see. Anyway,
1: so uh, it's the invasion and uh, Day of the Black Sun, excuse me. And uh, this is mm. the scene that uh, Aang and Aang was referencing before. Yeah. and She's
0: um... like, oh, just so you know, Aang, you know, I'll always love you, you know, like a brother. And then old Aang gives her a punch on the shoulder. He's turning a tough now. He's like, oh, I wouldn't have it any other way, sister man. And yeah, it's getting awkward.
1: See, what I wish they
0: did was the... Um,
1: was the exchange they had in the predator there Where it's like whatever his name is you son of a gun
0: yeah the the yeah like the in-air arm wrestling match there you go some dang fool accused you of being the best yeah <laughs> but then Sokka jumps in or or should I say actor Sokka I don't want to get confused too and immediately he starts introducing some of those lines that that real Sokka gave him oh and they're bangers
1: I love the way uh, Ang leaves, by the way, or actor Aang just like and flies up away like Superman.
0: Yeah, pretty cute.
1: Anyway, sorry. Yeah, no. And then this is the the soccer comedy hour begins.
0: Yeah. And I do like that the, the guitar actress, she's doing a little bit of business. She's pretending to be looking around. She stands on one foot, leans real forward, real forward, if you know what I mean, for the, the adults in the audience. <laughs>
1: oh, oh, I see. Okay. I didn't I didn't get what you meant there, but okay. Oh, yeah. Legitimately, when I watched this, like, you know, in 2015 and still now, over my head, I was like, what the heck is she doing? And I was like, okay, yeah, over my head, over <laughs> my head completely.
0: And he, yeah, this soccer actor, he's really playing it up and everyone's loving it, especially real soccer, who's, it's a knee slapper for him. He, yeah, he's, he's digging it big time now.
1: He got like, he, he's like, th- he, he did my joke. He did my joke. And he's like, he's like a seal. He's just like,
0: again, hey, my joke or, or 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 what's that seal doing in here again?
1: Get, get, <laughs> get, 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 get the fish. We got to get this seal out of here or
0: else. Yeah. See if this was speakeasy. I brought, I brought one in for the bar for a little while ago. It was a, like a birthday present for you. And I guess he's still hanging around. I thought I got rid of him, but I guess not.
1: I mean, it was the bartender for like the week. I get that. Like he I guess
0: bartender, He did a good yeah. job.
1: Can I just can I just <laughs> say that? Like that that seal did a great job. Um, like barking orders at everybody and like get he was you know, like I was I was surprised, like doing the like all getting everybody's drinks, like, you know, and, and yeah. their and their orders on time and whatnot, and then like in a fancy way and whatnot. Uh it was a great idea to like lube the whole floor with oil as well. Uh just yeah. to like get the seal around. That was a smart idea. Anyways um so then we get after the you know disaster that was the soccer comedy hour uh we then go to the throne room
0: yep and yeah this is one things you're starting to get uh yeah because is like oh well i guess this is the end you know we haven't uh, we haven't really gone past this point yet uh, but no it turns out that yeah this this author or this playwright yeah like i mentioned he's been checking in with the oracles he's been going through his crystal ball routines and he's plotted out the most likely f- path forward for the, the future. The future. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, maybe maybe the group shouldn't be so excited for this. Maybe they should leave a little bit early, because this is, uh, yeah, it's not going to work out for them, necessarily, this future here.
1: Oh, and I also love how, like, so- or Zuko just shows up, it's like, hey, I'm going to betray my country. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I I like their, uh, I love the stage. They have these, these giant eyes around the Fire Lord's uh, staircase, I guess.
1: <laughs> I had noticed that actually that some of the back I think like, I didn't notice it in book one, but in book two, I noticed like it may have been like a badger mole. And then this one, it may have been a dragon.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. Definitely. And also the little fire uh, globe up there as the comet. That's super cute. Love that's
1: that. awesome that is so amazing and i i love the act or i love the actor uh as well playing um uh, yeah well yeah just, i guess like for ozai excuse me just how like all gotten in and makeup he is it's amazing
0: yeah but then ang and, and zuko show up and zuko's like don't worry about her Ang. uh you go off and find the fire lord i'm gonna take on azula myself it almost looks like the animation. They like put like smudge lipstick around Zula's mouth. Looks kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, she, the, the lines, they're, they're basically straight out of a George Lucas script. It's like, you're no longer my brother. You're my enemy. And yeah, pretty, pretty basic stuff there, but gets point across. And then we get a ribbons fight and this is so, this is so cool.
1: It's really cool. I, I definitely love it. And, uh, Maybe yeah, maybe sign of things to come. I don't know, but cuz like Azula blasts Azuka with what looks to be a uh, move from phil Fury and uh yeah, he's gone. He's out for the count. He go he goes down. He go he go down.
0: Yeah, this is another one of my favorite moments. We see all these like little ribbon type things fly up and then one goes right in front of him and he's like, "Oh, no, they got me." And then they cut right up to the group and everyone's just like, "Oh, like no one knows what to say. Like,
1: huh? And even Zuko's like, <laughs> um.
0: And the audience is clapping. Yeah, I know that's that's a great moment of comedy.
1: Uh, and then we just go to you know Ozai versus Aang. <laughs> yeah, and it's pretty. It's pretty cool.
0: The horror continues for our group <laughs> as we see the, the the thing that they're all nervous about just going deadly wrong.
1: It's like the suspense for the actual uh, finale is killing us right now. Like, you just have to show us to this in like some, you know, cheapskake uh, f- play. Like, that's like, like, how could you guys?
0: Yeah. And by the way, what a the, what a sick audience this group is, by the way, we have this sweet, uh, childish Aang character comes in like, Fire Lord, I'm going to take you on. And he's like, it's too late. The comet's already here and I'm unstoppable. And she makes this mock like scared face, and everyone, everyone's just enjoying this, this the death of these people, even though they were played the whole time through to be kind of funny, lovable, you know, buffoons in a way. And then just to see them all slaughtered; they're enjoying that. So I mean, it's a
1: tragedy, and also the fact that this may be considered a propaganda piece because this is a Fire Nation and not, yeah, you know, if this was in the Earth Kingdom, it would probably be different. But hey, that's what art does. Definitely, like you know. And it's, it's from a certain person's perspective or it can be used to change somebody's perspective. Yeah. It's all about the narrative.
0: But I think the effects are also super cool for this Aang uh death scene as well. I like that.
1: I don't I, I disagree with Sokka's, you know, notion at the end of it being like the effects were decent. It's like, nah, this is this is really cool. This is a lot of fun where it just sends a giant wave uh of of fire at Aang, and it's I saw the stagehand like pull it like you know across the stage and this like yeah. ribbon or it's it's this giant cloth as well and I felt kind of sad for the the actor playing Aang just like it just she just dies it's like ah
0: yeah with the beautiful like it turns into like almost like a big dress uh, wrapped around her very pretty. yeah
1: exactly a dress made of fire yeah that's cool
0: and then the fire lord he's on his little podium and he starts rising up and all these flames are taking over everything He's like, now I can complete my father's dream and my father's father. And it's, yeah, it's, it is pretty dang cool. I'm liking that a lot. And I'm hoping that this is how the show will really end. Uh, <laughs> you certainly do. You certainly want
1: that, given that these guys are unprepared, as all hack.
0: Oh, no. I uh, think the propaganda is working on me, too. Oh, no. I'm clapping with the rest of that audience. Goose stepping <laughs> traitor. Anyway.
1: Uh, <laughs> And uh, we cut to the boomerangs, all in a like, just a, what the it just happened?
0: Yeah, the slow zoom in on the the stunned, stunned horror. Uh, or stunned, uh. Uh,
1: they can't, they can't believe themselves. Cut to them leaving the playhouse. That wasn't a good play. No kidding, horrible. You said it. The effects were decent. Effects were yeah. great. What are you talking about? How dare you? they were awesome anyway,
0: yeah, and that, that that's that's how it ends that's uh
1: huh that ended kind of not abruptly but also kind
0: of tragically, yeah, well yep. it's like
1: things may occur that way, huh
0: yeah, it is kind of like just a quick okay, we're out they it seems like they very much maximize their their runtime, and so we just yeah we had a very quick outing
1: wait, <laughs> we lost. But the script says we win. <laughs> script.
0: The script. Hey, they're not reading that script. Not yet. Oh, sure. Fair enough. Just wait for the new series. Or I meant for the... 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 <laughs> well, no, that's mean.
1: <laughs> I swear, like... I do not know if they're gonna put that in, like, the Netflix
0: show. I can't imagine that they could, but if they did, it could be cool. But we'll see. Be something else? Anyway... But what do we think about this one? Down Island players. Total filler. Uh, You can skip it. Not needed at all. Well, I'll agree with total filler. But I would say don't skip it because it's a joy to watch. (laughs) Kidding, of course. Uh, Even though it is considered
1: filler, this is the best kind of filler where... um... At the same time, it does, it's a special kind of filler because it's actually a preview of what might happen. And, you know, obviously, mm. like, you know, 100%, but just like, yeah, it's, there's some things there that we, we could see potentially in the next episode. Uh, Even the next episode is like, you know, part one of the finale, but um still it's. This was a good, this is a fun one, just because it looks back on the series and in a very lighthearted way, even if it ended tragically. But that's what a lot of us millennials, Gen X's or Gen Z's and Alpha's like right now, where it's like dark humor (laughs) like that, where it's like, oh, we all die. Also very Douglas Adams as well.
0: Yeah, and and even though absolutely it it is filler, and especially right before the the finale, it's kind of like, oh, wow, like what, we're getting a filler episode right now. But just the way they'd structured this season, I think it actually works really well having this here as kind of the the last light moment before we get into potentially a big dark end. So, and I, and I think for give, delivering a light episode, that this thing is, is so funny. And yeah, and I, I think there's a ton of rewatchability in this one. We are past the point of no return. Oh, no. Yeah. Into Sozin's comet, even though we're not, you know, we're not doing it all next week. We're still into the the final stage of the uh, the
1: yeah stage is set, my friends. The comet is making its arrival, and I'll be here for quite a while, even though that like cosmological phenomenon does o-
0: only last for like a few seconds. <laughs> well, 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 I don't, I don't know. I think it depends, but, but thank you, Isaac, for joining me to discuss this one and. Yeah, for for joining me for well, maybe I shouldn't say that yet. <laughs> I was gonna say we're joining me for this series, but we're not quite at the end. <laughs> yeah, of
1: of course. So long, farewell. Anyway, um, yes, thank you, Caleb, for this. Thanks that. Uh, thanks for co-commentating uh, with me on this episode or just discussing it because it was a lot of fun. Had a lot of jokes there. Uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, Listen between an affiliate for listening to us. Hopefully, it was either intellectually stimulating or it was. Uh, entertained to you or it was just white noise as you go about your business <laughs> so i leave you with this that caleb and i are off to write avatar the musical till next time peace
0: Totally stole that from the cultural critic. <laughs> oh man, that that could be yeah, well, maybe interesting. I don't know. Hmm.
2: Well, they say all good things come to an end. What's that got to do with this show? <laughs> <laughs>